saved in the corner by Melendez. They didn't want that anyway. And with seven seconds to go, the Illini are going to dribble it out. Early season Big Ten statement. Victory, Illinois. 86-51 over Rutgers. That was impressive. Yes, it was. If you want to open a certain way, that's how you want to open your Big Ten season. Ten out of ten. I rate the Illini ten out of ten tonight as they roll over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. You're always Mr. Optimist. Nine and a half. The Illini. Too many turnovers in the first four minutes. You take out the first four minutes and the Illini are a 12 out of 10 tonight. I mean, just absolutely <laughs> ran Rutgers off the floor. Outwilled them, out-rebounded them, out-hustled them, out-shot them. The Illini, the better team, and they win by 35. Welcome into the Fasteners Etc. post-game show here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Con Scott Beatty with you, recapping this one. We want to get your thoughts as well, but first, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. For 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Was it as fun in the arena? It was... A beatdown, and um, the the fans, particularly Orange Crush, were <laughs> were, e- were were elated to see the Illini win, and were more elated, I believe, to see Paul Mulcahy have a rough night. <laughs> uh, everybody had a rough night for Rutgers. I mean, we don't need to get too much into it, as this is a rapid reaction. But only one guy in, in double figures. They shot thirty percent from the field. I mean, whoo. I don't know if how many how many other people felt this way coming into the season when the Illini acquired. I think you can use those words now in, in college <laughs> basketball when they acquired Alfonso Plummer. I thought roll guy off the bench, sharpshooter. I did not think four in a row with twenty plus. He's... Um, this guy's been a find, and we knew he could shoot, but this guy is something, especially. When you don't have key guys, Andre Corbello, Austin Hutcherson tonight, by and large. A lot of guys stepping up big tonight. We'll get into it. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. We want your thoughts. We want everybody to call in. I know you were watching this game. Fasteners, it's it a full house. Show. Fan there line. are people going home right now. I don't know. It was a pretty quick post game though so they might already be home but we'll see give us a call 217-356-9397 or text us castle heating and cooling text line 217-351-5357 the Illini start big 10 play 1-0 trent meacham from cozad asset management and jay downey from the downey group championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense this is our game plan for your financial future grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with cozad asset management Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. 
Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Down inside to Coburn. Cross Plummer. Touch pass. Grandison for three. Deep corner and he buried it. And there what we talked about in that development. You see the big fella running down the floor holding up the three fingers for the three because he knew. Out top to Hawkins, inside to Coburn. Left to the lane, they triple team him. Finds a man open, out top, Frazier for three. And the tenth made three of the game for Illinois. Frazier knocks it down for the right wing. Good ball movement again. And that ball's popping out of there like popcorn. I saved all the highlights, so we're going to burn them up here tonight. There's some hockey assists from Kofi Coburn as they were working inside, outside. Great ball movement, as we said, outside of those first four minutes as they were feeling out the game. Then they, you know, they figured it out. Kofi ends up with two assists, 13 points, 15 boards. The Illini raining threes, making free throws, getting rebounds. They, they just won in all phases. Beat down the Scarlet Knights, 86-51. Jacob, Jacob Granison, go buy a couple of heifers because he was standing <laughs> in a pasture. He was so open. <laughs> That's a good one. And, and he was. There were so many guys that just had wide-open shots, and it was a crisp ball movement. And that was the biggest thing early is they were moving the ball, but it wasn't with, a t- with intent. And then you listen to those highlights, and it's, into Kofi, out to the wing, immediate pass to the guy that's wide open. It's uh, And we'll get some comments from Brad Underwood talking uh, along those lines. Illini execute, and they win the first Big Ten game of the year here. Got some texts coming in. Benny says congrats to the Illini and Coach Underwood, and also congrats to the volleyball team. Yes, winners 3-1 over West Virginia, advancing in the NCAA tournament tomorrow to face the defending champion Kentucky Wildcats. Several in double-digit kills. And Raina Terry led with 18. Good for her. They can get by Kentucky. Then they probably got to go face Nebraska. But they can get by Kentucky. Yeah, and they've seen Nebraska. I mean, you never know. Anything can anything can happen on on a night. All right, we've got a, a couple calls here lined up. We've got a couple Steves lined up. We'll head down to Kentucky first where the Illini women's volleyball team is and where Steve is. How are you doing, Steve? Yeah, that's that's true. I uh didn't think about that, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they're just right down the road. But, man, wow, guys. How, how about that uh, start to the, the Big Ten season? You know, I, I think probably Rutgers will be towards the bottom of the Big Ten. But, hey, Correct. that's a, a great way to, to start the Big Ten play out. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot to, to nitpick there. But, yeah, I, I uh, 
even watching on TV, uh, I could hear the Orange Crust crush trolling uh, Paul McKay. So uh, that was uh, great to see because uh, last year, I mean, I think we talked about him for 15 minutes on the post <laughs> game show. You know, in the game and, after the game at Rutgers, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. We we all could stand that guy. So that was great because I, I think they really were in his head because he. He definitely didn't perform very well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, um, early on, I don't know what it is starting these games off, we we seem to not have good ball movement, and uh, we're, like, telegraphing our passes into the post to Kofi. And, but then it's like we, we start to get some ball movement, and, and when our offense is passing, moving the ball around inside out, you know, all of a sudden now we're getting wide open looks. And I think this is the team we – we all hoped or envisioned mm-hmm. for uh, with the ball movement and getting open looks with a lot of shooters. I mean, DeMonte can shoot it. Trent can shoot it. Plummer can just flat out shoot. Wow. And then Granderson, I mean, when he's wide open, he's basically automatic. So, I mean, it's just great to see because uh, it's the, the three guard is the guy that's usually going to come down and double team Kofi. Uh, so that's, that's where you saw a lot of uh, Granderson getting open there and, and it usually was the second pass um that uh happened kofi kick it out to trent or demonte and then they swung it over to to the open guy in the corner um and we were knocking him down so that was great to see and then i loved a little inner frank uh williams and demonte tonight thought he uh you know was uh really playing that role well so that was that was great to see so it's just exciting uh to have a team uh, starting to play like we would all would have hoped uh, at the beginning of the year. So hopefully they can uh, continue it here because, you know, going on the road is, is not easy because uh, so, Iowa fans are will be definitely uh, trying to get in our head uh, Monday night. So uh, we'll have to be ready. A lot of good thoughts. Thanks for your call, Steve. Yeah, hey, thanks, guys. Great show. Look forward to the season here. Yeah. Give us a call. Fan line 217-356-9397. Don't want to get into too many thoughts because we got another call here. Kind of rooting for Iowa in the football game in the sense that maybe the fans won't be so riled up there for the basketball co- game come Monday. Huh. You know, if they've got a Big Ten championship, they're not going to be mad at the world and mad that Illinois is still good at basketball while they aren't. So, um <laughs> So maybe maybe play a little Switzerland and, and we'll enjoy the football game tomorrow with a, a slight uh, leaning towards Iowa. And uh, yeah, and as far as, you know, moving the ball around, I mean, I don't know if the Illini have had a, a team with seven different guys that can knock down a three and, and do it consistently. They had five guys put in multiple three-pointers tonight, maybe a few too many uh, to his point early on there. It's just once, you know, I, I think Crabello is going to be a big part of that. They're just not attacking very hard early on. It's a lot of threes. I think the last three games before the under-16 timeout, they've taken you know five or six threes, and you don't want to do that. You don't want your six of your first ten shots to be from deep. But that's nitpicking here, and once again, Rutgers probably won't be great, but they're the kind of team where they can muck things up and they mm-hmm. can be the more physical team, and the Illini were that team here tonight, and I think those are encouraging signs. We go now to another Steve here on the line, but this Steve is in Princeton. What are your thoughts, Steve? Well, it was a great day for the Illini, you know, volleyball and basketball tonight and everything, and as I was listening to the game, I thought maybe Brian Barnhart or those guys would make a comment or Brad Underwood 
with the news that Brad Mike uh, Turgeron was stepping down as Maryland basketball coach because he gave Illinois a couple painful losses, and you know everybody's saying that's a stunner, but I was just interested what their comments might be on that. Yeah, they they briefly touched on it in, in pregame, and, and there's still some coming out. As Scott and I were were kind of talking off the game here. Usually, when a guy uh, quits his job, his employer doesn't pay him a seven figure buyout. So, um, I I think it, it was more of a, a Maryland didn't want Turgeon. Maybe he he is stepping aside as well. But you know, the word is that there's high expectations from a Maryland fan base, and, and you know he was getting bogged down by by some of that and uh i guess it it was just time for for him to move on very weird decision you know coming some three weeks into the season yeah you really want to you really expect a coach to quit right before the (laughs) postseason on his team not not early in the season that's or at least take another paycheck from another school yeah yeah that's just what's weird he's just taking his money and going home yeah um but i i don't know enough about it but i heard that that uh turgeon's contract had been re redone last year and i hmm. think that's part of the reason why manning was it has brought to, in it, it had well i don't know about that but it has to do with why it's gaudy numbers to us but the the, the payout is actually more reasonable and th- things like that but so, yeah turgeon so was, was on the wall uh i don't know that i i i, I don't know anything more i was talking with scott ritchie about it and it just sounds like, uh, and Robbie Hummel too. It just sounds like more. Maybe he just—it's not the ACC, and maybe he just hit his wall and wanted to be done. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to cause problems for other teams because I, I think Mark Turgeon is a good coach. You know, m- no matter the expectations out in Maryland, he, because he hasn't had a whole lot of NBA talent. He's he, had a lot of good college talent while he's there. You know, Diamond Stone and the guy that was there for five years, and I can't think of his name right now. The point guard. You know, they, yeah, they Cowan, have, right? Yes, yeah. um, but not a whole lot of NBA guys have gone through there. You know, I, I think he is a very appreciated coach by. Everybody but Terps fans. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like he had won ball games there. I mean, he's won some big games. Won the he big won the Big Ten two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So what more do you want from a coach? I mean, you want NCAA wins. You want tournament wins. Yep. Sometimes. Same thing Illini fans wanted from their coach last year. Yep. Expectation levels get raised. You could argue Illinois won the Big Ten last year. They didn't in in the record books. But they didn't go far enough in the tournament for some fans. But you look back at Tur- at Turgeon's run in the Big Ten, he's always had good teams. Mm-hmm. Sometimes pretty good, occasionally a great team. But I think it- it's not the ACC. It's not uh, Maryland-Duke tonight, Maryland-North Carolina, Maryland-Wake Forest or whatever. It's Maryland and the rest of the Big Ten. It's just a different style of play. Um, I, I don't know that, you know, this move to the Big Ten had his pluses financially for Maryland and Rutgers, but it's had negatives, too. Any other well, thoughts, Enjoy Steve? your show, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. There's Steve and Princeton checking in after an Illini win here on the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Let's do our MX Electrifying Player of the Game, not for Kofi Coburn. Spoiler alert. Oh, it's not the non-Kofi MX Electric. No, it's this the, is this is the straight up. 
from MX themselves. MX wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. 13 and 15 with two assists. Not, and good, not enough. good enough for you. Not good You're just like enough. these fans. No, just no. like these fans. I don't I, care if you want a championship. Kofi Coburn, you know, preseason All American, Big Ten Player of the Year, you know, preseason, and he can't even score twenty points in four consecutive games. Come I mean, on, what, what is he doing? No, no, no. This is no slant on Kofi. This is because uh, the Fonz, as BU called him in post game, Alfonso Plummer. He's just the, the hey. offensive, <laughs> the offensive spark plug here. Uh, as they try to to figure out everybody's role, I mean, he's been the the leading scorer outside of Kofi. He's the leading scorer here tonight with twenty four points, and he is our MX electrifying player of the game. Guarded by Plummer, post him up, falls down, air ball. He'll hear about that. Kofi with the outlet. Here goes Plummer for the layup. Plummer after the loose ball taken out of midair. Mulcahy was well short. 18 for Plummer. Inbounds to Hawkins. Out top to Plummer. Thinking about the three. Drives to the bucket. Layup. It's good. Count it. And the old-fashioned three-point play potentially for Plummer. They jumped out on him. There's some Plummer highlights. Didn't even throw a three in there. Got a fast break layup. Got some defense from Plummer. Been nice to see here over the last few games. You know what he is from the free throw line now? 23 for 23. Incredible. That's that's literally automatic, at least here so far. Early season, but Alfonso Plummer, 24 points, three boards, and assists, some great defense on Mulcahy. We've got a texter asking why were they bo- booing Mulcahy, because nobody likes Mulcahy. That's why they were booing Mulcahy. He got manhandled. The Illini manhandled the Scarlet Knights, 86-51. We've got more calls, more texts on the way, Fasters, et cetera, postgame show. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay, are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent... I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. What's Casasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com. Member FDIC. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Frazier flips it right wing. Plummer sets for three. Got it. Look. 
Goodwin had left his hand. And Plummer, his second three of the night. He's up to 16. Beyond the top of the key to Coburn. Hands it off to Williams for three. And it's good. Right back at you. Demonte Williams with a nice three of the handoff from Kofi Coburn. His second three of the game. Rebound to Omar Payne. Keeps it alive. Back to Demonte Williams in the corner. Pass to Frazier out top for three. Buckets. Got it. What does he say? That's cash. Cash. Right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Money. I think he said that once. Frazier. Yeah, raining threes from everybody tonight, as we mentioned earlier. Six different guys hit a tray. Plummer had three. Frazier had a pair. Williams had a pair. He even had a pull-up on a, a sort of fast-break transition kind of three. Everybody hitting the tray tonight as the Illini win it in their first Big Ten game. Got some thoughts? <laughs> you just look like you, I was you looking had at something as, to Scott, say. Scott Ritchie tweeted to somebody asked him, can you remind me why we don't like Mulcahy? <laughs> Because he's a flopper. He's he's, he's like, like he's, he's, he's like he's, one of those fake tough guys, right? He, he's gonna flop. He's gonna you know he's well, gonna go for the 50-50 balls, but the 50-50 balls that aren't there, he's gonna take out the back of your knee along the way for no reason. <laughs> he's just uh he's just a, a sneaky, dirty kind of player that Richie, you don't enjoy. Richie said, got an IO's face last year in the Big Ten tournament and got teed up. I, I, I don't even. About that. I already remember that. Once again, the Illini tonight, beat them down. They tonight, ran him off the floor. Somebody got past him. I cannot remember the player. Got past him in front of the Illini bench, and he swatted the Illini player on the on the rear end. Okay. Yes, I was weirdo. saw with my own what eyes. Weirdo. Every, he just he just Send swatted at him because they beat him off the dribble. He's you know. He is probably one of those guys, you're going to disagree with this, he's one of those guys, you like him if he's on your team. No, no, there's a fine line. <laughs> there's a fine line. Like I said, we like Luke Goody. It's we the like headband, isn't it? Luke Goody does you know, the same things without the same kind of If demeanor. I take away the headband, does he, it change your opinion? He even has a finger sweatband like Kobe used to wear. And I didn't get the point, but Kobe can do it because he's, you know, one of the goats. Who is this guy? All right, so so 217-texter from earlier. If you don't know why we don't like Mulcahy, I hope you do now. Uh, Larry from Springfield says it was nice to put a beat down on someone. Plummer is uh, a find of the year along the lines of what Scott was saying earlier. And this is something that Bob, I think, might have said on air or off air, reminds him of Andres Felice. He just has that grit to him. He doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. And he's he's going to bring it, you know, both ends of the floor the, the whole time. And the difference is Crabello can, can step, or not Crabello, but uh, Plummer can step out and hit the tray. And he's showing that he can get to the rim as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think as he was talking earlier this week, uh, with the the media avail, he was just kind of feeling out his way in, in the first couple games, as the whole team was, and I think we're seeing more of what he'll be going forward. Yep. Uh, it, it, as the season progresses, shooting's going to come and go a little bit. He's a good shooter, but you you can't rely on that all the time. So sit down and guard. Get be tough. Get in their face, and execute game plans. Execute the scout. The shots will be there. The shots will fall. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. But I think there's progress being made here. And he's he's doing a nice job of filling in in the absence of Curbelo. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, let's go back to the phones here. We, we've got plenty of other texts to get to, but we've got a, a friend on the line calling from Virginia. Hopefully safe travels back to the home state. It's Simeon calling in with his thoughts after the Illini win. I had safe travels, guys, but I yeah. am elated about today's game. <laughs> um, somebody had mentioned earlier, a caller had mentioned earlier about where's their offense in the beginning of the game. They're just like a slow to warm kid. So, you know, we'll be okay. Um, I was really excited about the defense that I saw Coleman put on uh, Harper. He blew him out like a candlelight. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I haven't seen uh, Harper in any game that I've watched uh, him uh, look that frustrated. Yep. But overall, we played very good defense as well. And uh, it was a criticism of Kofi coming into this year that he um, wasn't passing out of the post. But he's magic Kofi now. He's finding people. Um, he's finding the open guy. Um, and, and what I really liked about uh, this win as well is that we won without Kofi having to shoulder the, the load of all of the scoring. Yeah. So that was a good thing. Um, Plummer is playing fantastic. Anybody missing Miller? But Plummer is playing fantastic. Um, uh, the other thing that I have wanted to say is uh, my hat is off to Trent and uh, and Demonte. They're playing uh, uh, out of position, but we're we're gelling with them playing out of position. So I can't wait to uh, Cabello comes back and we gel with everybody back, and then also with uh, Austin coming back. I think we're going to see what they had talked about prior to the season starting, that this team is better than last year's team just because we're going to have the three-point shot. And with the three-point shot, if if we can hit them at 40% throughout the year, that's going to give Kofi a playground <laughs> underneath the basket. So I'm just excited, guys. I'm glad I kicked off this winning streak by being in Champaign. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm excited. So uh, – I'm going to uh, listen to the show a little bit, then I'm going to root for the Hawkeyes for tonight against Purdue, and then I'm going to root for us to kick their butts on Monday. Hey, Your thoughts? A lot of good thoughts, Simeon. We always uh, appreciate you calling in, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Um, Purdue's up 34-20. Oh, no. It Two and a half a, minutes uh, to go in the first half. It was a, a close uh, start, but, yeah, I think Purdue just looks way too big for Iowa right now. But uh, we'll, we'll see how they match up with the Illini on Monday. And, uh, yeah, a lot of great thoughts from Simeon. I, I'm going to try to work back through them. Um, the defense, you know, going back to the slow starts, uh, the defense will travel if they're getting stops, which they were there in the early going. I think it was 8-7 at, at that under-16 timeout. So, uh, yeah, you know, slow starts, the, they'll come in and they'll go and they'll figure that out. The the defense that, you know, Hawkins and, like you said, on Harper, who went one for nine, I don't know if he hasn't finished in double figures in a game against Illinois since he's been at Rutgers. He's got four, he had four double-doubles coming in. Yeah. And, and this season. Ends up with five points, four boards, no assists. Just a great job on him. Plummer was great on Mulcahy. He was two for 11 from the field. They never wrote, they got some threes. They shot at 41% from deep, but a lot of those were, you know, second chance, long rebound threes. Uh, saw one where he, he made a three with Goody's hand in his face. Just, uh, you know, one of those things. But defense, defense was great. Um, Hawkins, two blocks, three steals. That's not the only metric of, of good defense, but 
those showed up there. Yeah, those add in with the yeah with the the lack of output from Harper. Only one foul on Coleman Hawkins in thirty in twenty nine minutes of play. And that might have been a no. I don't even remember if that was an offensive screen or not. But yeah, uh, they across the board. Line I did a good job on defense. Trent even gave a foul there at the end of the the first half because they had a couple fouls to give. Um, they were playing such good defense forcing Rutgers out of their thing. Um, Coburn not having to rely on him. He only played 26 minutes. Payne did not score a point in his 10 minutes, but uh, he, he, he did what he was brought in here to do for you know maybe one of the first times. Seven rebounds, uh, at least one block that counted. The really good one that was pinned against the backboard, I don't think that counted because it was a shot clock violation. Yeah, only one block, but uh, he took up space and he filled in that time when Kofi wasn't on the floor. So uh, just great job from, from both of those guys. And uh, there might have been one more thought, Simeon, but uh, it's getting late. It's been a long week, but uh, great call as mm-hmm. always. Go back to the fan line before we check out some more texts. Dick's with us in Bloomington. What are your thoughts? Hi, guys. Well, you're talking to a, a happy man driving home tonight compared to those long drives home from uh, Milwaukee and Kansas City. <laughs> Not so happy then. Uh, one one comment and one question. Uh, R.J. Melendez, I just this kid's really impressed me. He just carries himself well. Uh, I like the way he doesn't force things, and he looks like a Big Ten player, and it kind of surprises me because probably of the three freshmen, I heard less about him than the other two, and I think maybe he was the last one recruited. And then my question is, when Carmelo comes back, are we going to see the three little guys in the starting lineup? Ooh, that's a good question. You're, You're talking Carmelo, Frazier, and Plummer? Yes, yes. That's, that's a question Lauren's been asking. Is this going to be a three-guard lineup with then Hawkins and Kofi as your four and five? Hot take. Right, right. Hot take. I, I wonder if they bring Trent off the bench. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, he, uh, it's a good question. I guess we'll find out. You know, yeah. I saw Matt Stevens point out on Twitter that Trent had a really good night outside of poor shooting. Oh, uh, yeah. Underwood... Underwood talked about on the in the postgame presser apparently that Frazier's just not been practicing. Mm-hmm. So he, he was not surprised that his shooting's been off. His shooting's just been off the whole year. But he is still a top-notch defender. I just think in terms of a guy that yeah. I think you would trust being able to come off the bench and just fit in. He would be the guy, but of course we didn't see a, get a lot of plumber coming off the bench in the early season, and that was a different plumber. But it didn't look as good as him in the starting lineup. And I think you've got to start Andre Crabello. I mean, he is your point guard. Yeah, he's healthy. But maybe they do go with all three guards. Yeah, I, that, I could see that. That's assuming, and we well, we don't know what's going on entirely, but I, you know, there might be an ease Crabello back in type deal where he's coming off coming in a reserve role but you're right if he's 100 percent healthy he is a starter but last year he flourished as a sixth man yeah but they had io to to run yeah things yeah while he was yeah, here. yeah and and the freshman that you mentioned there uh dick was that melendez yes yeah um melendez uh, all of the the freshmen you know pods not so much I, I think he's working on getting his body big 10 ready 
But uh, I think he he trusts all three of them here uh, more than than I would have expected out of this freshman class. And uh, he he seems to be the most athletic out of them. Uh, We grabbed the highlight, and you saw it there towards the end, his uh, steal and finish. And, uh, yeah, those guys are going to grow into some pretty good Big Ten players. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. And, uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of good thoughts here after an Illini win. First Big Ten game of the season here in December. Winning Uh, percentage for Illinois will be at least five. (laughs) If that's what one is. Or 05. I guess we have 500. It'd be, you know, half. So, you know. Uh, 815 texter says. Well, you know, win percentage is a big deal because that's how they figure out who won the big, who wins the Big Ten. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I'm glad I read through this because I, I thought this text <laughs> is an unequal number of games. If that happens, Illinois has already got a win. That is true. Uh, th- this texter says that they, they accidentally punched a hole through their ceiling, but based on the rest of this text, I don't think it was because of the Illini game. I was kind of hoping they got excited and they, they punched a hole through the ceiling, and maybe they did, but they said they had to spend an hour cleaning it up, so thank goodness the Illini made the game a laugh for early so they could focus on that. They're starting to look like the team we expected them to Hope be. your hand's okay? Yeah. Didn't even mention the hand. I'm, I'm guessing the ceiling was the bigger issue, so yeah. the hand should be okay. We all know people that have punched something in anger, and then they break a hand or a wrist. Yeah, th- I'm guessing this this must have been out of joy because good things don't happen when you punch out of joy. So I don't know how many people do that often. I don't know how many people punch ceilings if they're mad. You punch walls. You, you go down. It's on, like a hooray kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, not like, I'm so mad. <laughs> Woo! We're breaking down Ow! how to cheer last game, last post game. This time we're breaking down how to punch your ceiling. 815, if you've got more on that story, time please get rid of that give popcorn. Us, give us a call on the fan line, 216-217-356-9397. One more text before we get to our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Uh, 312 texter says Coleman Hawkins at the top of the team for defensive win shares and defensive plus minus. Look at the advanced analytics there Live from 3-1-2 showed up again tonight. Yeah, he's the uh, – we s- said it early on. He's the – I think he's the X factor. You know, we, we now know what Plummer is. Uh, we know what to expect from uh, a lot of the upperclassmen. Uh, how high, you know, Coleman Hawkins takes his floor here as we see where the ceiling could be, um, especially, you know, as this long season keeps rolling along, uh, could – could propel the Illini later on in the year. Okay, our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Don't fall behind early in the game. Vote up a solid lead against the unexpected with Pekin Insurance. Visit PekinInsurance.com or contact a Pekin Insurance agent to start defending your assets. And uh, I would probably say, and you might have missed it there uh, in the middle, but Jacob Grandison had his own little 9-0 run. After uh, the Illini got their offense going, he ends up with 16 points coming off the bench, coming off the flu. Was this his, this is his second game back? Yeah, career high for him, by the way, in a Big Ten game. Wow. Yeah, I think I think he had 20 in the season opener, but yeah. uh, most in a Big Ten game here tonight with 16, a pair of trays as well, and he gets our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Grandison, alley-oop inside, uh, hit the rim with it. Loose ball on the floor. Grandison gets it back, lays it up and in. Oh, he stayed with it. Timeout, Rutgers. 
Hands it off to Frazier. Oh, a pass in the corner. Grandison for three. Oh, for two. He's on the line for two. Rebound inside Omar Payne. Outlet Frazier. Frazier coming up court up the left side to the basket. Pass in the corner. Grandison three. Yes, Got it. That one is a three. Grandison knocks it down. Flob ahead to Grandison. Left corner three. Good. Oh, Jacob Grandison. He's feeling better tonight. Feeling way better. Four boards and an assist to go along with those 16 points as Dion pointed out in their post-game interview, and I didn't save it, but uh, the inside-outside game's working, and Grandison knew to relocate on the three ball uh, after he, he gets it from from Kofi, so uh, could have ended up with 19, ends up with 16, and he gets our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment. Great game from him, and he, he continues to be one of these X-Factor wildcard types and things because you, you think about Kofi, you're thinking about Alfonso Plummer, and, and when you're scouting, then, uh-oh, Jacob Grandison can bite you too. And he's different in you know what DeMonte does as far as just doing the, the little things, whereas Grandison, I think, could pop off for 15 a lot more games than he has, and he, he's starting to show that, that that's – in his game and the inside outside thing is going to help. 815 Texter says he was, they were trying to kill a bug with their slipper. The hand is fine. Now, what about the slipper? I mean, is it covered in, in bug guts? How big was it? It wasn't bug? a glass slipper. Ooh, then, then you might have hurt your hand. But How do you probably, punch the hole in the ceiling with a slipper? We've got too many questions. You're not doing it right. We've, we've gone down the rabbit hole. We've got more to come. It's calls, time to text. think about crown molding, though, while you're. While you're working on things. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. Life is to be enjoyed. You shouldn't have to spend a minute worrying about your insurance coverage. Your independent Pekin insurance agent has you covered with auto, home, business, and life insurance. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft resolution services, water and sewer line breakage coverage, and more. To request a quote, visit PeakinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Make flooring surfaces your first stop for new floors and champagne. Porcelain tiles, hardwoods, laminates, waterproof vinyls. Flooring Surfaces has hundreds of premium choices in stock that you can take home today, along with all the grouts, mortars, adhesives, and trowels you'll need to get them all installed. Our flooring pros provide expert advice and design assistance free of charge, and you'll find sale pricing on dozens of options, so it's easy to find your perfect floor for less. See Flooring Surfaces today at 401 East Mercury Drive in Champaign. Willow Pond Golf Club in Rantoul is open for a fantastic season of golfing, gaming, good food, and great times. $30 on weekdays, $40 on weekends gets you 18 holes on a beautiful course, riding in brand new easy-go carts with discounts on tee times after 3 p.m. Seniors play for $25 Monday through Friday, and all active military and first responders play for $20 anytime. Willow Pond Golf Club is a great value for a memorable day of golf in Champaign County. Book a tee time today at willowpondgolf.com. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! You get a basket. You get a basket. Like Oprah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I mean, yeah, Coach been preaching all week. Uh, first Big Ten game. Uh, record is 0-0. Everybody wants to come at us, Big Ten champs. Um, you know, we came out here, we competed. Uh, we wanted to make sure we were on the glass, making all the little plays, just being the tougher team, and uh, we knew the tougher team would win. 
There's some thoughts from Jacob Grandison after the game, after his 16-point performance. Sisu in finish. Ah, there we go, yeah. Toughness, grit. The Finnish national player from over the summer, yeah. Jacob Grandison. Back here on the Fasters Etc. postgame show, Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty, Dylan Chambers helping out behind the scenes as well. Give us a call, 217-356-9397, or text us your thoughts. I love people who tweet the standings, because Illinois is in first place right now in the Big Ten. First place, <laughs> Big Ten champs. Two teams that have finished a game right now. On top, hey. <laughs> Guaranteed a share right now. If the world ends. <laughs> Which it Kev- has before during the Big Ten season. So yeah, Kevin Warren couldn't take this one away from us. All <laughs> right, we go back to the fan line. Dave's with us in Tolono. What are your thoughts after the Illinois win? Well, I, I thought uh, Coleman Hawkins' defense on Ron Harper was just simply outstanding. I mean, all game long. He harassed him. His length really bothered him. And, and uh, if, if he can, keeps making the progress he has, uh, so far, uh, he will be in the NBA someday. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it'll be, but he'll be in the NBA because he has a Kevin Durant-type body and that long reach just frustrates the heck out of people. And Ron Harper is no slouch, as we've seen yeah. in the past. Um, and I thought uh, uh, Kofi, uh, his improvement this year has been great in terms of passing out of the double team. He knows he's got five or six different guys he can throw the ball to, and they'll make shots. And uh, he's doing a great job of recognizing the double team, passing to the open guy, and I thought the ball movement was great tonight. So those two improvements, Hawkins' defense and I think uh, Illinois' ball movement, they just had open shots. It was just like practice. I mean, there was literally, they're just open shots and they're just shooting jumpers. They weren't really pressured because of great ball movement. And I, I, uh, I, I thought that was great. So I'm, I'm looking to, uh, forward to a matchup with Purdue, and uh, I think we're the better team. And uh, but we'll we'll find that out down the end. But uh, it was a great victory for them, and I hope the guys get to feeling better. And you guys have a good night. Hey, thanks, thanks, Dave. thanks for the call. Appreciate it. A lot of good I, thoughts there. I'm not sure Illinois is better than Purdue. Well, I haven't. I, got I don't to think watch, they are. But I I got to watch about three minutes and twelve seconds as I was waiting for for Brad Underwood here on the post game. They look good, but there's just not too many teams that have a seven footer to match up with that Edie guy. I mean, he is just a monster. He yeah. just, he, he didn't get a, a reach uh, an over the back call because he is just standing over whoever Iowa's big is. We've got a Kofi Colburn down there. And yeah, the what, problem is, is if when Edie needs a breather in comes Trevian Williams, well, then we've got Omar Payne. And if Trevian Williams is playing the four, that means he's probably not clogging up the lane and Coleman Hawkins can guard him on the wing easy. I mean, he, he's got 40 pounds on him. Uh, well, so I, I think there's no doubt Illinois and several other teams can give him a real fight and is, maybe and maybe beat him. But I, I'm just saying if if there's a if there's a matchup set for tomorrow, Purdue's coming in as a favorite. And they'll probably be the favorite when they match up here in six weeks. They don't even play till the middle of January. Yeah. So hopefully I mean, Cabello's back, Illini are rolling yeah. by then. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I, I just think the road to the Big Ten Championship goes through West Lafayette right now. Yep. Yep. They are they are the cream of the class as it stands right now. Uh, <laughs> the Illini have a half-game lead, though. <laughs> 
the standings. First place scoreboard. Uh, two one seven texter asking uh, who we get this question often. Who the Illini- Who do you think on the Illini has the most potential to play in the NBA? Coleman Hawkins. I yep. Uh, I would go Coleman Hawkins. I I think sneakily. Um, if that's a word, uh, Grandison, he, he's got some athleticism to him. If he got a little more bounce, found a little more of a jump shot. I mean, Georgie B's hanging out in the G league right now and none of us really thought he had a, a shot at the NBA. That's true. I, I think, uh, he could get his foot in the door, but the most, if you're asking for a person to pick Coleman Hawkins would be my guy. Kofi is trending the right way. Oh, this is excluding Kofi, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, as Dave was saying, I, I think Kofi just, he knew that he could score most of the time. I don't know what he shot last year, but it was like 60-some percent. So he didn't feel like he needed to pass, and a lot of the time he doesn't, but I think he's starting to see, as Dion pointed out, throwing up the three when his guy's hitting the three off of his hockey assist, um, making the team better and working within the offense. Uh, that spread offense, I know some of you guys don't like it, but uh, it was working tonight. Line I end up with, what was it, 19 assists on 32 buckets, and I think they were at like 16 and 22 at one point towards the end uh Got a uh, you know just out of sorts when you're up by thirty. It's not uh, the prettiest of basketball games. So um, yeah, a lot of a lot of great thoughts here as we go through the text line. Uh, somebody thinks Coleman Hawkins could be in the NBA on the text line. Agree. Uh, this is an interesting one. You could weigh in on this being at the game. Uh, Seven oh eight texter says they were a, a bit disappointed in the attendance uh, for a Big Ten game on a Friday. Could have been closer to full in the notes here as I look. Put it at 14.5, so about 1,000 tickets unsold. And I'm guessing, you know, typically somewhere between 500 and 1,000 don't show up. So did it look a, a little salt and pepper up there, or was it mostly full? I thought it was mostly full. It looked like the the, the top rows were empty. Okay. But when I, when I scanned, it looked like, okay, it's not every seat occupied, but I figured it was 90% full. It looks like it was a little bit better. Or around there, yeah. I don't know where, but what 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 I has think, to entice a sellout? You know. Well, I, I think they made some points. It's you know we don't like to talk about the weather, but the weather wasn't terrible tonight. It's Rutgers, you know. It, it doesn't move the meter. It's not a marquee matchup as for much. It, yeah, and if this was Iowa or Michigan or Michigan State or Purdue. Or if Illinois was undefeated, you know, sure, it might be a, a sellout. But it sounds like it, it's pretty solid, and I imagine when Purdue comes to town uh, in January, it'll be a sellout. And uh, when Arizona comes to town next Saturday, we know all the tickets are already sold, so hopefully everybody shows up. That By the way, one. that's a stripe the State Farm Center thing. Mm. If you're in one, if it's in a, I can't remember which one it is, odd sections is... Is orange, orange I think, blue. and evens is blue, or maybe it's the other way around. I cannot remember. I hope people do it because otherwise, I don't know. I've just been underwhelmed before, Illini fans, at your ability to follow through on this stuff. <laughs> I, I mean, I know your ability is there. It's really not an ability. It's just to do it or not. But I've been underwhelmed at the uh, compliance with it, shall we say. They'll now it'd be going. really cool if they just had T-shirts waiting for you because is that what they do in the NBA playoffs? Yeah, so you just you find your seat and there's the T-shirts for you. Miami Heat can have their whiteout or. But if you're if you are from downstate Illinois, especially East Central Illinois, if you tell me you ain't got an orange or a blue shirt, but 
I, I know there's going to be people that be like, well, I only had orange, and they're yeah, in a blue section. If, if they scatter them out enough, we might make you move seats, but, uh, you know, it works. Paint the whole, I, I'm, I'm always for paint the whole orange. They don't really do it anymore. They call it something lame and give it a sponsorship, but um, if you just go all orange, nobody can get that wrong. Yeah, but there's always a few that don't wear the orange. Yeah, but if there's enough orange, right? And, you know, you there's certain people that are just like, I'm not going to do it because you told me to. But not you know anybody this. like this that? This is different. <laughs> I have the picture from when Wake Forest t- came to town, which we just passed the anniversary. I mean, there was maybe two blue shirts in the entire place. When people are committed, they'll, they'll do it right. Well, see, they didn't have Twitter then. They didn't know that it was happening. <laughs> no, they definitely did. Everybody knew. I, I'm pretty sure they announced that thing like months in advance because there wasn't Twitter. <laughs> All right, we got to get back to the game and back to the calls. This is the call we've been waiting for. Thomas is in East Peoria, and he is nursing a broken ceiling and a shattered slipper. Oh, no. And uh, <laughs> we, we want to make sure that everything's all good and get your thoughts on the game as well. Hello, Thomas. Hey, uh, you know, everything's all good. Uh, it was one of those, like, cheap $10 pair of slippers you buy at Walmart. Uh. Yeah, well, so what happened was watching the game had a friend up here uh just chilling having pizza i see one of those like asian stink bugs on the ceiling Ooh. so i put my hand in the slipper just to smack it because i hate those things and just a little too hard but uh, but the at least you got the bug and you just a little well, more than you, yeah. you intended yeah that and asbestos and all that so anyway um is it and is it a flat looked, ceiling yeah. you get you got the popcorn do you have the <laughs> The tray both. ceiling with a central inset? It, it's both. Okay. Just it's, curious. I, I, I wish I could show you a picture of this. But uh, you watched I, the game as well? Yeah. Uh, I, I Sluggish start. Um, seems to be a theme for the year. Just get off to a slow start, but I really love how they came back and just started pouring it on against a Rutgers team that just didn't look like themselves i knew they had a couple guys out i felt like they're gonna win pretty easily tonight but i didn't expect that big of a deficit mm-hmm. uh so strong performance and i get the uh, question that's on the sports talk stations down here is um what's this team gonna look like when andre comes back uh how are we gonna bring him back into the fold yeah we're we're kicking that around and we're we're not really sure but i i imagine it can't be a negative i mean he, he was the oh, sixth no. man of the year last year and uh i think the good thing is is everybody else is figuring out their roles and andre Crabello's role isn't what anybody else on the roster plays so i'm looking forward to good things when he's uh right and healthy and good to go again you're gonna have the turnovers but you're gonna also have seven to ten assists a night I mean, the, they they will ultimately be fine with a healthy Andre Corbello. And I'm extremely pleased with how well Plumber's been playing. Uh, I, I, he's exceeding my expectations as well. He's hopefully he'll help carry us to even greater things this year. I mean, already, again, where are you going? What what's on top of your scouting right now? If you're facing Illinois, it's Kofi, it's Plumber. Now you got to deal with Grandison. You got to deal with Coleman Hawkins and how he defends. You got Frazier. Uh, we can probably let him shoot out. a little bit. We'll probably let him shoot more. But Demonte hit hit a couple of open looks. 
there's a lot of problems on the Illini team if you're preparing for them. You bring Corbello back in. I, I think Illinois had again, right now Purdue looks everything has everything going. I think Illinois is Illinois has as good a chance as anybody to either take over Purdue or you know be the second team in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just talking about where they'll stack up and finish. I'm not talking about March. That's that's a whole different thing. Hey, appreciate the the story and the call and your thoughts, Thomas. And uh, if a little plaster has to suffer, be sacrificed for Illini. It's, it wasn't it's worth a it. little. <laughs> it wasn't a little. <laughs> and you you get to you know celebrate an Illini win, so it, it'll help you forget a little. Yeah. So uh, go Illini. You guys have a good night. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks. A lot of, uh, just, you know, we, we give you a little bit of everything here on the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Okay, let's get another break in here. Still a, a little more time for your calls and texts. We got to get to our keys, and then we'll wrap. If I press play. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. Call on the company that covers it all. All Pro Heating, AC, and Plumbing. Installs, replacement, maintenance, and repair. From one end of your house to the other. All Pro honors all manufacturers' warranties and offers 24-7 emergency service with experienced residential specialty. Visit online at allprohvac.net. Family-owned, veteran-owned, proud to serve, and serve you. All Pro Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. Serving East Central Illinois. Call 599-1046. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! It's the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 217- Three five one five three five seven. Goody alley oop oh, to Hawkins, who slams it in. Goody with a feed from out top, and Rutgers is completely being dismantled. All right, I got a little kerfuffled there with my sliders. We'll get back to that Kofi dunk. Goody with the set play to Hawkins that works every game. Somebody's going to scout it and stop it one of these times, but it wasn't stopped tonight. Coleman Hawkins finishes the night with nine points, three boards, two assists. As Scott mentioned earlier, uh, three blocks and two steals to go along with that shutdown. Ron Harper Jr. on the defensive end. Great stuff from him. Great stuff from Kofi. Another double-double on the night as the Illini win by 35. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. 
You got a couple more minutes if you want to give us a call, 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Some texts have some thoughts on Mulcahy again. Love it. Um, only oh, oh, this was the fan uh, that was talking about the fans. Um, that was the only thing they were disappointed. They enjoyed the crush hounding Mulcahy. <laughs> great, great work all around. A little bit, a few of the comments got a little too dirty and dark. Which, which you can expect from eighteen to twenty-two year olds. You know, don't I, even adults. You know, they don't think before they speak either. We can't. You no, that's know, for sure. It's just a, a human kind of thing. We're not the greatest of beings. Two one seven texter. Um, what is keeping Crabello from playing? Um, it, it, it isn't being specifically disclosed. Um, that's right. We we. We've not been told. It's there's a lot of speculation or assumption. It's connected to when he hit his head. He's he appears he appears fine physically. You know, it doesn't appear to be a soft tissue issue. But again, it, it, there's been nothing officially said. And Brandon Wood is underscored wanting to protect Curbelo's privacy. Apparently, he. Ask for a, uh, a social media campaign, hashtag I support Bello. I, I don't know the c- full context of what was coming out. Of that I don't know if he's if he is getting um, people getting mad at him on social media. Shocker that that would be happening on social media. But right. uh, yeah, we just don't know. And I and, you know, sometimes I mean, I, I literally don't know. It's it's truly speculation. Maybe there's other media members that know more that can't report on it, but I do not know. Yeah, it's not particularly being disclosed and good or bad. Uh, I just really Warren has said headaches. Yeah, I, I I haven't counted on him for for the last couple games. I imagine that there will be a, a build up. Um, they'll let us know that Crabello's on his way back, and then he will be back. So. Um, yeah, I just I, I we don't know what's going on, and we wish him the best and, and to get him back as soon as possible. But uh, just no no real indication of, of what's going on. Let's do our, our keys to the game. What do you say, Scott? Let's do been, it. Been thinking about this for a while. Keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and Hickory River Smokehouse. You can go first. Oh, well, I I wanted to build off of yours. Oh, okay. Well, mine's, you know, real deep. You can give me your out-rebounding stats, which were outstanding. You can give me the uh, buckets made off assists, 19 assists, 32 made buckets. Uh, Free throws continue to be solid, but 13 offensive rebounds uh, after 34 misses. Some of that was late, but offensive glass was pretty good. Uh, there wasn't too many weak spots tonight for Illinois, 1.28. But I, I was trying to point this out on Twitter. You got to look at the number of headbands that were on the floor tonight. <laughs> was astounding. Okay, Illinois had three guys, three guys um, on the floor often, two starters and a reserve in in Grandison with headbands: Plummer, Frazier, Grandison. But then Rutgers, they start three headbands, and they had two more coming off the bench. And your favorite headband, Paul Mulcahy, right? Five guys for Rutgers in headbands combined for 26 points. (laughs) 
But Plummer, Frazier, and Grandison, all with headbands, 46. This is so the headbands <laughs> outscored. The Illini headbands outscored the Rutgers headbands. I don't know. 46-26. I'm not sure what you're getting at there. Well, just, I just our, noticed our, he- it. our headbands were better than their headbands. I, I thought you might be saying, you know, headbands were a negative, but, you know, no. our, our ballers had Three guys headbands. with headbands outscored five guys with headbands by 20. Um, I, I just... I, I don't know if it's just the color because the Illini players were wearing white headbands and Rutgers were wearing red. You know, Coleman Hawkins, it appears he, his hair is apparently springy enough. I think he's borderline. He could go headband if he Ooh, wanted. I don't know if he's And a you're not even dyer. playing. Curbelo wears a headband. Curbelo does wear he's a headband. Not even, he's not even playing. Yo, realize I was raised on D. Brown, okay? I wore a headband. At one time, I yeah. have no problem with headbands. It's just, I don't have a problem with them either. It's the combination of the person and the headband that makes us not enjoy Mulcahy. I I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying that I, I think there was a higher than usual incidence of headbands in this game. It was just Rutgers wears headbands. Okay, uh, my key to the game. Uh, <laughs> that was very good, by the way. Uh, my key would be uh, the Illini not panicking in the first half. As things were ugly there for a while, neither team could buy a bucket. Neither team could take care of the ball. I think there was a combined 10 turnovers in the first four minutes, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is going to be another Monmouth or, or whoever the heck they played, and it was 40-35. to 35. I was like, this is going to be a long night. But the Illini didn't panic. They took the under-16 timeout, and they said, hey, let's just stick to the game plan. They ran through the game plan. They went off for 30 points in twelve in the final 12.45 of the first half to build up a 20-point lead. Ended up getting up to 35 at one point, and that's what they went it by. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my key to the game. The leading headband scorer for Rutgers was Mag. He had eight points, but Ron Harper Jr. with a headband limited to five. But our leading scorer, Illinois' leading scorer, Alfonso Plummer, headband. 24. Did Grandison wear a headband tonight? He yes. Occasion- he occasionally does. Yeah, yeah. Headband he was... one. So Illinois headbands. It, it's really the jerseys, right? They they wore the throwback scripts tonight. If they could those just are sharp, just all throwbacks. Throw out anything new. Nike will give us something new in a couple years. Then we'll break them back out. But yeah, let's stick to the throwbacks. So our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for real Texas barbecue. It's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine in, drive through, and pick up. Order online at Hickory River. Dot com. I guess we've got a, another break in here, but uh, we're getting close to last call here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue, and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy, award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides, and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Running a local business is tough. We get it, because Hickory Point Bank is a local business too. As one of Central Illinois' leading locally owned banks, we have been serving Champaign-Urbana businesses and families for years. Most importantly, we know and understand the issues you face every day, because we face them too. Join us. See the local difference. Hickory Point Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. 
Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. You know, and then I, I thought in the first half, our ball movement was terrific. We, yes. we had a few turnovers in the first four minutes, which we got to get that figured out because uh, it's a couple games in a row. But after that, we settled down, and we have 10 turnovers, and, and it was the ball moving and, and uh, guys stepping into shots. And uh, we, we know everybody's going to load up to Kofi, yeah. and uh, that's fine. That's fine. You, you know, we're, we're in, I think we're in a really good shooting uh, three-point shooting team, and we're going to take those opportunities, and, and we did tonight. Well, we have a saying, 0.5. We want you to have the ball 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. And that means you have to see the play before it, it before you catch it. Mm-hmm. And and if that's a pass into Kofi or if that's the next uh, the next pass, and you have to see that, so you can't hold it very long. And, and when we get the ball moving like that, um, it's 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 beneficial for us, and and uh, I thought we were we were really good at it. We get the ball side to side, we get the ball to a third or fourth side, and uh, it's really hard to guard Kofi yeah. when the ball gets turned side to side, and that's um, that's what we've been working on a lot in practice, and we're getting better at. Some of Brad Underwood's thoughts on his offense there as they get it going. 86 points in their first Big Ten matchup against Rutgers. They win it by 35. Great job at home. Line I've been performing very well at home. They got to go back on the road on Monday into a hostile environment. First time back at Iowa since Chin Coleman tried to take on the whole Iowa Hawkeye def- er, bench. <laughs> right? Am I am I missing? Maybe well, no, no, I, they I think played that's, their last that's going, Yeah, with fans though. Yeah, that they, they yeah yeah. I didn't know if I was going back too far. They'll be on juiced that one. a little bit. But uh, I O we don't they don't like us and we don't like them. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. So uh, I, I see. Think, this is what Illinois has thrived off of adversity, a villain, an enemy. Yeah. The enemy has been unseen so far this year in terms of. <laughs> Viruses or bugs or, you know, stomach ailments or injuries. But Illinois always thrives with that little extra villain in the story, in the plot. And I, I, as we've said, you know, those losses as frustrating and heartbreaking for some as they may have been early in the season, I think it put that chip back on this team's shoulder. You know, we heard the comments at Big Ten Media Day oh, you know, everybody's looking at us as the hunted, and then they got smacked in the mouth. And now they're like, oh, okay, we've got to be, you know, that blue-collar, hard-working team. Those are the words that the Grandison used in the postgame. Um, and, and they're just doing those things again, and, and uh, that's what they're going to need to win in the Big Ten. Yeah, and apparently Brad Underwood says they're not tough enough yet, but he's probably never going to be satisfied in that category. But I think they've stair-stepped up their toughness. I. They they met Rutgers, and again, it it for for Illini fans it is really nice. One and zero. It was a nice dominant win. It was fun to watch. Uh, uh, Rutgers is not at this time a top tier Big Ten team, Mm-mm. but win beat who's in front of you. You do it by thirty. It's just more encouraging because Illinois' previous wins were against teams that are all probably middle of the pack in their own conferences. K State, 
and Notre Dame notably. And uh, who was in the middle there? Rio Grande. That was that was a weird game. Who gave Texas a game in the first half tonight? Yeah. By the way, ended up losing by thirty. But uh, yeah, um, I, I I don't remember exactly which way I was going to go off of that. But um, it's good stuff. Just good stuff from the Illini, no matter uh, the opponent. Um, oh yeah, I had a text to get to. That's what I was going to say. 217 Texture says, no orange and blue striping by Illini fans. Come on, man. No, I'm not totally against the striping. I like the striping. Oh, I like the striping. When it's I'm just pulled saying off. You, you got to pull it off. You got to do it. All got to buy in. And, and to your point, yeah, everybody's got to do it. If it was you know laid out for the fans on their seats, it might be easier. But, uh, yeah, it's got to take a buy-in from all 15,600-whatever-can-fit-into-the-hall nowadays. Just saying in our society right now, if we ask everybody to do a certain thing, not everybody wants to do this certain thing, and yeah. some people don't want to do it just because you asked them to do it. <laughs> but I, I think we're going to get the buy-in for the, for the stripe from the Illini fans. I hope so, because it'll look cool. And you said that's against Arizona, right? Yeah. That's uh, a week from tomorrow. So, yeah. Um, and that'll be, a, that'll be a big league game. Big, bigly yeah. Saturday, Saturday early bi- evening. That'll have some bigginess to it. Looking forward to it. Okay, let's get our our last call in here. Get your calls in. Get your texts in. A, a, a interesting text. That if you have some thoughts about what happens to our show after the show is over, we'll have those for you here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Life is to be enjoyed. You shouldn't have to spend a minute worrying about your insurance coverage. Your independent Pekin insurance agent has you covered with auto, home, business, and life insurance. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft resolution services, water and sewer line breakage coverage, and more. To request a quote, visit PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin insurance agent today. Sure, we've been called a mom-and-pop store, and now more than ever, we take that as a compliment. Yes, Illini Mattress is family-owned and operated, with two generations actively involved, and we've been serving our community for over 30 years. We do our best to keep a great selection of our hand-picked mattresses, all proudly made in the USA, in stock, and ready for quick delivery. But we wouldn't still be here without support from our wonderful community. Our sincere thanks for shopping local during trying times from all of us at Illini Mattress. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Why does that happen every time I say something? <laughs> big time players make big time plays in big time games. Not really a big time game tonight, but some big time players stepped up for the Illini in the win over Rucker. Shout out to Daniel Barker, big time player who made big time plays in big time games. Declaring for the NFL draft tonight, something that we kind of thought when he went through senior day. Um, I, I think in the right offense, he's going to be a really good NFL tight end, um, and, and I look forward to seeing what he does next. That was after he made the catch at Michigan State. 
Yes. To win it. What a time. And the comeback. You were in Arizona. Here we go. Bringing everything full circle. That's right. I was in Arizona with uh, on the basketball trip. It was the day in between. They played in Phoenix on the Friday night against Grand Canyon. They played Sunday against Arizona. But in between, and it was 28-3, to three, if I recall, at yeah. halftime. And I texted you or talked to you, and it was like, okay, this is done. And you, I Mr. Optimism why. again. I don't know why. I said, I said, hold on. This game ain't over yet. But I, I wish I had a good reason to tell you why. But I think it was just, you know, optimism. Mm-hmm. Which isn't bad. You know, it's good to be optimistic at times. We when need you, optimists. When you see how loaded this Illinois roster is and they just play a bad game, their first road game, you know, in 18 months and get smacked by Marquette, it happens. You know? I, I think it's more than just optimism when uh, we, we look forward to this Illinois basketball team possibly being second or best in the Big Ten as we move along. All right, final thoughts here on the Fasters, etc. post-game show with Evan Scott and Dylan. Uh, we had a, a text who seems like they enjoy the show, which, you know, we, we appreciate you guys enjoying the show. Uh, they say we need to put the post-game show in a podcast. Unless unless they are missing something, and luckily for you, you are missing something. You can hear all of our post-game shows after they wrap at WDWS.com or iTunes. Um, It'll be, you know, under our podcast, under the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. I believe it goes out through a number of your your podcast formats. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, most of the time we tweet it out. It used to be something that, that I did very efficiently, now combination of scott dylan and i and dave leak and everybody else you know we always get those up sports talk as well saturday sports talk they'll be on the air tomorrow morning their podcast also wdws.com you can always get us on demand when you want to um what do we got just, here? just search fasteners etc post game show you'll find it you uh, can do it at our website too what am I missing here? They pulled it off at the football game a few years back. Ah, the striping. Yes. I don't remember what game that was, though. The, did, was it pulled off? Maybe was That that was maybe in the North Carolina game. That sounds right. I was there, but I don't remember if I wore a specific shirt. I distinctly remember an attempt before that. I know it was before Lovey was coach, and, and uh, there was mixed results on it. Which, it's just so cool. And, and just uh, here's my thing: you you see it when you see it on TV, like at Iowa, and football does it really well there. Yeah. You know, you, when you see it pulled off, it's so cool. And when it's not pulled off, it's just noticeable. Yeah. So I'm just saying, do your thing. We need some buy-in. Yeah, make it look cool. Don't be that guy, you know that just straying from the crowd this is especially when you go to games this is something we were talking about last game or last post game you know you're you're there as a collective you're not there to stand out as an individual so um play your part do the stripe all right there you go okay and, and as a reminder here all right yes. it is odd sections orange that's smart okay. o, orange. o orange mnemonic there even sections blue perfect so check your ticket before you go or take both, you know, and and because be the State Farm Center looks a little bit uh, checkerboard, it's not quite. It's 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 really a stripe, but Instead it'll be a little like a roulette up. wheel. But yeah. yeah, it'll look cool. Um, but that's after the Illini go on the road to Iowa. As Brad Underwood pointed out, and I didn't realize, never won there since he's been at Illinois, and probably 
any team. I don't know if he played uh, against them as a coach at his other stops, but the Illini have not won there at, at Carver or Hawkeye Arena. There's largely it's largely because I was good. Yeah, they had They've Luca been Garza. Good. Yeah. Luca Garza since he's been there, since yeah, since they've had good teams. Brad Underwood's and good been teams here. tend to win at home. But uh as we suffer through some buffering here, it looks like Purdue's been keeping Iowa at an arm's length and the Illini will have to bring the same kind of thing because once again they'll they'll be on the road and I think they've got to be ready early because Iowa Although they aren't great, they still somehow always know how to score. Purdue is up fifty-nine to forty-four right now. Yeah, so arm's length. I think it was a, a nine or ten point uh, spread going in. So, and Ed Bond says the team is going to a different hotel this time to to break up the streak, changing up the mojo. I love. Sometimes it. it's a hotel, sometimes it's a headband. Whatever you got to do. Perfect. So they're already thinking about it, already preparing for it, and. Um, I think that's going to put a wrap here on the Fasters Etc. postgame show. Thank Very you, good. everybody who called in. Thank you, everybody who texted in. Thanks, Scott, for coming back and assisting with the back and forth and, and you know, the, the ruckus that we cause here on the postgame show. Always fun. Saturday Sports Talk on our AM side tomorrow and our uh, our signals for DWS, 1400 and 93.9. And volleyball at 345 tomorrow afternoon against Kentucky for a chance to go to the Sweet 16. Love it. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Dylan Chambers, as well, for helping out behind the scenes. And, of course, to all of you who make this show what it is. All right, News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Don't forget 93.9 FM, WDWS, as well. We'll be back with you for all those shows, you know, coming up and especially this postgame show after Iowa. Have a good night, everybody. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.